0: Welcome back to another episode of You You Didn't Didn't Ask with Frankie
1: and Tish. It's feeling a bit breezy in here. I think we should go into that dark, spooky-looking house over there. Oh, you mean the one with the
0: broken blinds and slapping shutters?
1: And the ghost at the top attic window.
0: Oh, he's waving at you.
1: (laughs) Actually, he's
0: beckoning you to come inside looks cozy it does creepily cozy do you find comfort in uncomfortable situations
1: um surprisingly yes you do really yeah i do i was a joke that was a joke
0: <laughs> i think everything's uncomfortable for me so i for me so it's, just it's normal mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah not me <laughs> <laughs> I do not find comfort comfort in creepy. Um well actually sometimes I do It depends on what it is. Like I feel I oh. like this kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't I always like okay, so whenever I see anything in TV or movies or you hear people st- telling stories about how, like, they've had these experiences in their homes mm-hmm. or whatever. I always think, oh, hell no. Like, if that was me, I would never live in that house. Or you know how, like, they show the girls running up the stairs. Mm-hmm. To get away instead of like running out the front or the back door or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm always like, oh hell no, like or like it, it, they investigate a strange noise. I'm like, who the f does that? Okay, one, no, nope. that's for a movie, so it's sensationalized. But two, it's the- facts though, because I do all those things. <laughs> like honest to God, like think about it. Even me and you, if we were sitting here right now and there was no one else here and we heard a big banging sound or something coming from the living room, what would we do? We would stop recording and we. would go investigate Mm -hmm. like legit right and you know if i'm trying to get away from someone and my clearest exit is up then i'm gonna run up so like and and and, and, and and i'm and then and then, then not only that but i'm always like oh hell no i could never live in a haunted house i would like crap myself all this stuff but almost every single house that i have ever lived in Some of them definitely were haunted, Mm -hmm. like. But I've had experiences in all of them, and it Mm -hmm. didn't. None of them made me move or leave.
1: No, and I, I, where I am, I have a lot of frequent experiences as well, and I've never felt anything more like that was creepy, or um, I need to move, or I need to to be away from here, and and anything. I've, I've even, yeah, you told the story about the Ouija board thing, and that didn't make you move out of that house. And I'm, I'm also like. Jo- I joke around about wanting to live in a
0: haunted house only because I think it's kind of cool. It's, like, weird. It's, like, this, like, halfway thing with me. I, I I think in my head what I'm thinking is the experiences that I've had, I need to knock on wood. Uh, i am even creeped out saying this. Have not been <laughs> horrific. Right. Like, they're terrifying, some of them. But not to the level of, like, you know... Amityville horror, or and I've watched those movies like that. Like,
1: Amityville is one of my favorite movies, right? Or I just recently went through the whole season of The House in Hill. Yeah, yeah, that too. That movie that was like all of those things. Like, oh my god, that's terrifying. I would never, but then at the same time, I'm well, I have, but not in that level, right? But
0: I feel like maybe. I'm okay at the level I'm at, and if mm-hmm. it if it got any worse than this, like then I said, if I see would... something that would bring me over the see, edge, see, I thought that that's how I would be too, until mm-hmm. until I did see something in it. I guess like what I, it was because of what I saw wasn't threatening or non-threatening. Mm-hmm. So we obviously you know have talked about the supernatural mm-hmm. so many times mm-hmm. before and we've talked about you know whether or not we believe that houses are haunted or people could get haunted or mm-hmm. that kind of thing but we've never really like gone super in depth about it right and we I, started know, to debate this, and we're just
1: like, you know what, this should be this should be an episode that we talk about with you guys, because you guys are probably wondering the same thing. So as we are, like, kind of figuring it out, like, why not share with you guys? Yeah,
0: and we figured November was the perfect time to do mm-hmm. this. We go into uncomfortable situations in November, <laughs> having to deal with family members who sometimes are creepy, so we're like, why not talk and about creepy houses? And this creepy- is a
1: topic that we would have amongst people that we have in our circle, that
0: we you come to dinner for yeah, Thanksgiving, so guess can, what, we're going to talk about it. You but came guys. to Friendsgiving with us. This is exactly <laughs> what we would end up talking about. You were correct. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like—I don't know how I want to do this. I like I, we could go through like a timeline, sort of. Mm-hmm. Let me do. Let me do that. And then if you you have something that you want to interject, please feel the need to. But so let me start this off by saying, every single place that I have ever lived, I've either felt that the house was haunted, or there was some sort of experience that happened there. Mm-hmm. So. I told you guys about how when I was little and I lived across – or I lived in the apartment that was connected to the graveyard mm-hmm. and the experiences that were in that house. Mm-hmm. The next house that we lived in, there were – there I didn't ever see anything, but the house was creepy. And the further you got back into the house, the darker the house was. Mm-hmm. And it almost felt like when you walked down the hall towards the back rooms, like the walls were closing in on you. Mm-hmm. I was always terrified to be alone in that house and i had to do that a lot i was a latchkey kid so literally i would get home and i would run to my room and i would stay in my room till someone else got home cuz it was so freaking scary in that house yeah and that to me i would kind of hear noises and stuff we had this really crazy. I creepy... couldn't stay in the house if i was like that young or something like that i would be outside we didn't i, I couldn't i was i was like a paranoid child mm-hmm. and not only that but like my parents were super strict so if i set out foot outside mm-hmm. without them being home or someone to watch me they would have flipped i actually out.
1: remember being home alone and being... being. Being scared shitless and actually staying outside the house because I felt the house
0: was unsafe for me being home alone. Well, outside in the front yard Mm -hmm. was a no. Mm -hmm. And then the backyard, there was this old, like, rickety- chicken coop that had vines and stuff growing on it so being in the backyard by myself was a no too because Mm -hmm. i was always kind of like weirdly drawn when i would get creeped out i would open up the window and look at that freaking chicken coop so there was no way i was going out in the backyard Mm -hmm. so like i kind of felt like the safest place to be was in my room but my room was really weird definitely really weird in that house Mm -hmm. and like minimal things happened there um but it definitely gave me the creeps we had this like huge uh, hallway when you walked into the house itself that was just lined with mirrors mm-hmm. and oh good, yeah like, amityville
1: so <laughs> like your mom and dad pose in front of it too <laughs>
0: <laughs> like legit no when you walk like the hallway there's like wall on one side and then the other side that was like wall was just top to bottom mirrors
1: i have like mixed feelings about mirrors because where i live where i've grown up um has also has lots of of mirrors and sometimes like even reflections and windows. I remember my son. Dude,
0: that mirror flew off of your wall. Yeah. Like yeah. last month or the month before. Yeah, it did. By itself with no yeah. one there, no movement right. in the bathroom. No one's in there. No one's touching anything. No one's banging on walls and your mirror just flew off your wall. Yeah. Broke everything. Had to get a
1: new mirror and had to install <laughs> in in the, the bathroom a new mirror. It was fitting that it was in the in the bathroom too. Right. There's so many ex- experiences, too, with all, like, the glass and reflections and mirrors, too, that could be unsettling, I think, for people who are just not used to it. It's weird to
0: think that we're used to something like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it, it, and I think thinking about what we're going in, into topic, and it's not just me, it's my oldest son, not so much my younger son, at, at least of, as of yet, but... Um, definitely oh, my own. No,
0: you do have some stories about your little guy talking mm. to people that weren't there. Mm-hmm.
1: That's true. When so. he was like little, like barely able to talk, um, he'd be in a room alone talking to somebody. And I'd go in there and I'd stand by the thing. I'm like, who are you talking to? After I'd like listened into some conversation, a half a conversation. And I'd be like, who are you talking to? And he's like, pause and he's like, I can't, I can't talk about it. And being that young, not, you know, that, that scared the shit out of me.
0: That would scare the shit out of me. That's the one thing. Like, if I ever was in one room and my kid was in the other and I heard him talking to someone, I know. I've heard someone talking to him and that was scary, too. Mm-hmm. And especially when they're like, oh, I'm talking to my friend. And, like, there's nobody there.
1: What made it unsettling for me, especially, too, was that how comfortable... My, my son's very shy. And he takes a really long time to warm up to people. Um, and... He was having a full-on conversation with somebody that he felt comfortable with, and as soon as I, you know, came around and like, hey, you know, because I didn't want to scare him, or make him feel weird about talking, you know, if he had an imaginary friend or something, trying to make it as natural as possible, and then him shutting down, like, I can't tell you, I can't talk to you about, I can't talk to you about it, and being how young
0: he was to say that, um, right? I, my experience with your son is too. I mean, I've known him his entire life. Mm-hmm. And it's only been within the last, like, maybe two years that he's really warmed up to mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's always, like, when he was real little and a baby and stuff, he'd let me hold him and mm-hmm. he was clingy and that kind of thing. But, like, as he started to get a little bit older, he's, like, really shy and standoffish. So to hear you say, like, that he's having a full-on conversation with someone mm-hmm. is kind of, like, unheard of. Right. So that must have been, like startling yeah and Justin, then for me to be like itself.
1: hey like uh did you was someone talking to you and he's like no he doesn't want to tell me anything he, he's looking at me like he's in trouble and like for him to have like that even be that young and like like someone's telling him like you better not say anything or whatever or you're you know like or i'm all of a sudden the enemy in this this conversation so to me that was scary right what did you do I just kept asking questions. I'm like, it's okay if you're talking to someone. Do you have, like, imaginary friend? Was someone there? Was like, what, what were you saying? You know, I, I don't want to talk about it. And he being, like, that little, like, three or four years old telling me that. That kind of stuff that he doesn't want to talk about it. So there was definitely someone there. <laughs> right. So I'm like, I feel like I can't leave you alone in the house. You know, or he, he'll be in a room. Not so much anymore now that he's older. But he would be in a room and then tell me. That he just feels scared in there and then he wants to be with us. Like he doesn't want to be by himself at all. So I know,
0: like, even now, he likes being in the front room of your house, but mm-hmm. he won't go in there unless the light is on. Mm-hmm. And he's if the light's not on, mm-hmm. you have to turn it on for him.
1: Yeah. And if we have a power outage or something, he freaks out. Like the power's out. And, and a lot he's... of kids are afraid of the mm-hmm. dark. So that's it's, not super yeah, peculiar, and that's but yeah. I know that he's like, but he definitely does not like out really spooky really things whatsoever. And he's always questioning me why I'm okay with that and why I like that. And like haunted houses and even the thought about it, he's just like that scares me. Like, why would you want anything like that?
0: See, my kid's always been into it. He always wants to know and I won't tell him. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why, because I won't tell him, and mm-hmm. so he needs to, like, drag it out of me. But my, my older son has had
1: way more experiences his entire life, and we talk about it and the things that happen all the time to him, too, as well. So, going from...
0: Like, it- well, let me, let me say this. So, mm-hmm. what we had said was, we were going to talk about the places that we lived or the places that we've experienced that were haunted... And whether or not we think that the place is haunted mm-hmm. or it's the person, the person that's haunted or if the person's just open and so they, create, they can just right? kind of like go anywhere mm-hmm. and wherever they go, it's like spirit knows that you're open and they know that they can get to you or maybe they don't know and they're just trying with everyone and then when they realize that you respond to it. Mm-hmm. So this house that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Is a house that you've lived in off and on. Mm -hmm. And that your children have been raised in. Mm -hmm. And you've had several experiences, obviously, since you were a child Mm -hmm. there. And then now your kids have experiences. Your husband has had experiences. Mm -hmm. My mom, uh, who's anti-everything, has started to have experiences, too. Okay. So, having said that, when you've lived in other places have you had any experiences at any other place that you've lived no so have you had experiences at any other place that you've spent a lot of time in
1: it, when I and some jobs that I've had that I've spent um you know months or years working in eventually there comes a time where I just feel like really uncomfortable and somebody else, um, experiences something with me. So it's not like I'm experiencing it by
0: myself. So other people that have worked there have mm-hmm. had experiences too? Similar
1: experiences or they're actually there with me in the room when something happens. That's just like, it's just like... Okay, I remember that you had
0: told all of us about the the library mm-hmm. at one of your schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember if you ever told about Starbucks.
1: Yeah, so uh, a very short period of time I was working at Starbucks and it just happened to be next to a cemetery. Right across the street. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it <laughs> just happened. To it, me. Right. Like it just, that's just the way it worked out. And um, I had some coworkers that I was really close to, and we like talked about like all sorts of stuff. And then I was in the back. Um, we're all really comfortable with each other. So I was in the back and I was like, you know, just cleaning up some stuff. And then I see somebody walk towards like the, the front of the area. I thought that was weird. Okay, I thought I was going back here, and they scared me. I'm like, oh, you scared me. And I go back in the front, and they're still there. And I'm like, I was like, you guys totally scared me. I thought you guys, um, you know, I was back there, and I seen someone walk right past me, and then, then they are gone. And I was like, how did you guys do that? And they're like, we've been up here the whole time. They're like, oh, you've, you've finally seen it, too. They're like, yeah, stuff happens here. What happens or we've all seen it. So things like that, things popping off the shelves while you're back there, or um, you're just... You go turn around, and you're looking at something, and something flies off the shelf. I've been in the front helping uh, customers or talking to my coworkers, and then, like, a whole bottle of syrup came flying off the shelf, and I caught it in mid-air. And my coworker just freaked out. I, and He's like, how did your reflexes even know? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, but I just seen something, corn my <laughs> yeah. grabbed it, and was just like, what the heck? Because that was a big old heavy thing of syrup. So I put it back on the shelf, and we resumed talking like nothing happened. We're just okay, it just fell off. It happens again, and I catch it again. And then my coworker is freaking like out. Like fell off or flew off? Flew off, like right at my head. Like somebody threw it. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, I guess, negative energy in that uh, situation with – um, just the personalities in that group, even though we were really close, there was a lot of like drama behind oh, yeah. the scenes. <laughs> so, um, I, I seemed to like pick up once there's a lot of tension. It's, you know, things, I started to feel uncomfortable in that,
0: in that place. So. So it was like it fed off the negative energy. Maybe. So you've had experiences in mm-hmm. the one house. Mm-hmm. You've had experiences at a few jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, have you had any other experiences anywhere else? Like, or yes. you're at a grocery store, at a hotel. Hotels. Okay. Um, I was, in,
1: I don't know how old I was. We were in Hawaii and um we went into this one like condo. And I remember it was super dark and spooky. And immediately all of us were like, we're not staying in this one. Something about this place, all of us were like, "Hell, hell no. So they got us a second one. And me and my sister shared a room in this hotel or this like condo. Something about it, I don't know. The room, they had the, you know, the Hawaiian masks, so the ones that ward off evil spirits, and they had mm-hmm, two and they mm-hmm. had it by on the wall in the window. And I know what those were about. You know, I grew up with uh, masks like that in my house and it being part of the things that we did in the house um, by having masks and to ward off evil spirits, even though, <clears throat> you know, we're not super religious and don't believe in that right. kind of stuff, right? Um, and my sister wakes me up in the middle of the night and she was just like, Do you want to switch beds? <laughs> I'm like, Uh, okay. I'm like confused by it. Switch beds and I'm waking up all night and every single time I'm waking up those masks some, it just feels like I can hear like creaking and noisy noises and felt like the window and where the masks were placed. Um, <laughs> that's fucked up of your sister. If you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> she probably is. <clears throat> but, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> and then we talk about the next thing. She'll, like, yeah, that's why I have to switch beds. like, I, I kept, like, waking up in the middle of the night. I kept being creeped out. And she was like, and it's exactly what you're talking. Like, the same, like, location. The bed was only a few more feet from where the other one was, but just something about that area just felt really off and really bad. Which is probably why the masks were hanging.
0: There. Right. Probably. Okay. So now let me say this. Mm -hmm. So you've had experiences in in your life, Mm -hmm. but most of your experiences seem to be concentrated in your home. Mm -hmm. So do you think that your house is haunted?
1: I think it's the house because I've definitely been places where I just felt at peace and not attached or where I I, like I could feel like there's nothing here for me to be worried about. I like I clean or empty is be uh, less maybe like light, not heavy is the best way I can describe it.
0: Like the air in the room is not heavy. Mm -hmm. It's light. Mm -hmm. I know that from walking into houses and just like instantly the second that you step foot. Mm -hmm. into that house and your body just starts shaking and you're like oh hell to the nah Mm -hmm. this is not right for me again i was saying like how each house that i lived in i was having the experiences the next house that i lived in was the house that my parents still live in Mm -hmm. and stuff has happened in that house from the time that i moved in to like up to me visiting my parents Mm -hmm. i have seen some black figure poking its head out the garage door and staring at me When there's no one there. Mm -hmm. I have seen and heard so many things. I've seen my... I mean, I've heard one of my deceased relatives talking to my son when he was a baby Mm -hmm. in the next room. So sometimes the energy feels good, and sometimes it doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. And I can totally tell when it's a good energy. So many things have happened to my mom in that house. Someone's deceased, and they threw their... She found out, like, I guess, the next day that they were deceased. But when they passed away, they threw their body on top of hers in the house, and she could feel the weight of their their body on top of her. It's so, horrifying. Just all this stuff. So then, that that house, I I've lived with, um, girlfriends. So I've had roommates and had experiences in those houses. One house mm-hmm. that I lived in, I lived by myself out in the country for about. I want to say three months before all my other roommates moved in. And stuff happened to me in that house nightly. Um, someone was walking up the stairs every single night. How do you even
1: process So that? this
0: is the thing. This is what I was telling you before when I had said, like, there's no way that I could live in a house like that. But I freaking did it. Mm-hmm. I did. And I lived there by myself mm-hmm. at night. No curtains on windows. Like that's, that's awful. Right? Especially in the country. Yes. So I do not. <laughs> and I'm a big chicken shit. So I don't know how I did that. I guess I wanted to be out of my parents' house so bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that like took precedence. I don't know. Um, so, and I even talked to whatever was in there and said, "What hey. about any of your work locations so, or any other?" I'm trying to spaces. think spaces. Um, that one. Like, okay, so I used to live in this uh big house, and not only did I have experiences there, and stuff would turn off like we would be down oh there was okay every single time we watched Constantine I do not know why at this certain spot every single time the whole entire entertainment system would shut down is that when the devil Lucifer came I don't up? remember what part it was but every single time it was like halfway through the movie the whole entire entertainment system would shut down everything the dvd player the tv like the speakers would just shut down, and sometimes the the lo- the room would go dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard voices tell me before, "Look what you've done!" Just like that, like super fucking scary when I'm home alone and like have to like run upstairs and lock myself in the room. Like, until someone came home. Um, like, uh, I've had family come visit and, like, a two-year-old stare at the ceiling and scream hysterically and cry and cry and mm-hmm. cry and want to get out of that house. Mm-hmm. Um, other family members come visit and we try sleeping. We had five rooms and we were trying to sleep in each different room to see if it was less scary and stuff would be touching us at night. Um, like, so many horrible things in that house. And then houses and apartments after that. Um You know, I had uh, roommates, and my roommate saw someone come out Mm -hmm. of the garage, and there was nobody there. Like, on and on and on. So, I can get into more depth with these stories at another time, but there's just too many to, like, share all in in this space right now. And my whole point of saying all this is, so, for Tish, she says that she thinks that it was her house that was haunted.
1: Yeah, and then I was saying, with that, like, for you, do you feel like that
0: it's something that follows you or that you're the cause? Okay, so this is interesting Mm -hmm. for certain family members that I have that have also lived in every single home that they've had has Mm -hmm. been haunted and have even worse like horrible experiences I'd have to ask them if I could share them before I do um because they are insane like stuff out of movies Mm -hmm. I believe that it is in our DNA I believe that it's in our family. I believe it's in our blood somehow for us to have these quote unquote gifts, because sometimes it can feel like a curse. Mm -hmm. And these specific family members, I almost feel like they're haunted. Mm -hmm. For me, I think it's more of, and maybe this is just wishful thinking. I think it's more of maybe I just have the shining. (laughs) I don't know what else to call it. I have the thing. I have the it. Mm -hmm. So... When stuff happens and I happen to be there when mm-hmm. it happens, I I witness it or I'm aware of it. Right. I don't feel... Because every single house that I've lived in, the energy has been completely different. It doesn't feel like that same energy. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it feels young. Sometimes it feels old. Mm-hmm. So it feels like it just depends on who is in the house. So it could be that the house or the space is haunted or... It could be that I've made it known that I can hear and see stuff, so they're trying just to reach out to anybody. I don't feel like it's me. There are people that I've met that 100% I'm like, it is you. You Mm -hmm. are taking in this energy and –
1: Maybe you're like a a battery and you're just – or like some kind of charging unit is like maybe I guess what they're trying to say and then eventually just
0: like – emits or omits or whatever you want to say at a certain point in time. Well, like, okay, for instance, one of my family members, I was, was my roommate at one point and you came to visit and stayed in the room with them overnight. There was, you know, like a slumber party. Mm -hmm, We had a slumber mm -hmm. party. I think I remember that. And I didn't have any problems in this house. Mm -hmm. I didn't see anything. I didn't feel anything. I felt so comfortable there. Mm And I never had an issue. I didn't have a problem being by myself, whatever. For this roommate of mine, my family member, they saw stuff in the house all the time. And when you stayed the night, the... I don't... Was it unplugged? (sighs) you're talking about the printer, the printer and the turn stereo on in the middle of the night and started printing stuff when no one's printing to it and or it, it kept like it, we were scared to even like see what it printed <laughs> like was it trying to tell us something and i don't know it, it turned itself on and it started doing
1: like adjustments and stuff like that and it, you know like randomly a, a printer will do that but like it, it wasn't on it turned on and then it started making noises, so it, like. And then we couldn't
0: get it to stop. Right. And so then there's the. Shutting it off, unplugging it, whatever. And the
1: entertainment center
0: that was in the room, the, like, the stereo system had turned itself on, too. So, and this is what I'm saying. So, this is with my family member. That stuff always happened to mm-hmm. them. And, like, and that same house for me was a comfortable space. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a comfortable space for them. mm mm-hmm. And they were trying to tell me there's something here. And I was like, I don't think that well, there's something anything was here. Well, something obviously trying to tell there's something with you. me
1: or him about that. It's in a message form. The, the printer's turning on. The stereo's turning on. The speakers are on. There was something just trying, maybe just to communicate. And I don't know. I remember that night. I remember being up. I remember... Um, I remember us screaming like <laughs> no, not, not screaming, but like, <laughs> like oh my god. Well maybe, yeah. maybe on his part. He was like really scared. And I, I was scared
0: because I the, was scared. I'm not expect as is trying to go to sleep. You know what I mean? And that happened. And when like, he moved out, nothing like that had happened again. hmm In that in that house. And nothing had happened prior to them living there. It, so that's you know why what? I feel like it was them.
1: <laughs> there was like a series of like I hate to say like in this ter- like Weird and unfortunate things happening like during that time period, like all in the same thing, too. Maybe it was like a uh,
0: yeah, lots of bad crap happened that year,
1: yeah. So it could have been tons like tons
0: of bad crap,
1: something was trying to get it across, and we we're turning all the stuff off and being like, nope, we don't want to receive this message. So I, it's really, it's really hard to tell, like, or if it was just like we were just spooked, you know. So
0: are i guess we still don't have i mean answers like how could we anyway i mean what right. do we really know but we're just speculating at right this point. so you know experiences are different and it depends on the experience because there are definite times where i can go into a space and know that that space is bad mm-hmm. and know that the place it has something there mm-hmm. and it be haunted or mm-hmm. whatever I could also go into a space and feel like the space is good and have good energy, but things happen there. But it's the people that are in the space that are making things. And it almost I can, like, happen. I can attest
1: to that uh, with my oldest son, too. Um, he seems to amplify things. Like, he brings with him things. So um, he, his dad lives in Tennessee. So when he goes to see his dad... They start having experiences at the house that they can't... Like, they're non-believers. They don't even want to hear it. They don't want to know about it. They don't want to talk about it. Um, But he said he was in his room, and he felt a draft. And then he's just like, that's weird. I remember this story, yeah. Brand new house. Um, So there shouldn't be any issues with the house. They just... Brand new... Everything's um, perfect in this house. And he leaves the room, and, you know, he's on the second floor... And he looks up uh, out the hallway because he's feeling a draft, and he's like, i why am I cold?" And I look up, uh, or he looks up in the in the hallway, and the attic door is open, like those ones of those pull down, right? Yeah. And he's like, "Okay, that's weird. Is someone up there?" He says, "Hey, is someone up there?" And you know, he's trying to acknowledge, them, and he doesn't hear anything. So he's like, okay, that's weird. And he thought maybe it was one of the little kids that's, you know, visiting or whatever. And he just chops it up as, okay, it's weird. And I, I'm, no one's up there. He goes up there. No one's up there, closes it and then goes back to, you know, being in his room, playing on his games and what all that. And then he fills the draft again and goes back in the hallway and it's open again. So, um, he tells his, you know, his dad and stepmom what's going on. And they're like, you know, trying to blow it off because, you know, they don't want to hear that. Right. They just bought this house. They don't want to hear that anything weird's going right. on or something's broken. Yeah. yeah. So they just told him, you know, just ignore it. And he said, it. it just keeps happening. I go in there and it's open. And I'm the only one that notices open and it's freaking me out. But he's like, he's just used to things like this happening all the time to the point where they actually set up a ring camera. Um, just to make sure that someone's not going up there, or someone's not trying to live in their attic, like you know, one of his dad's friends who followed them from California or whatever uh, is trying to like squat in their attic. Right. Um, and it hasn't happened, and they say that nothing happens when he's gone. The house is fine, clean. Every they don't have any kind of weird stuff happening when he's he's not there. But when he's there, he brings something with him, and they've actually acknowledged it. To the point because he's been there really? so many times that they actually have acknowledged that things happen when he's there that don't happen when he's not there. Wow. And at our house, he tells me of things that are just for me would be absolutely horrifying. There's no way I could deal with that. We've been in the room and he's come out, and like if he's upset, son like you know, a drawer will open, the light will like blink, stuff like that happens. He says he's woken up in the middle of the night to see like a a, woman-like a woman like yeah. figure, yeah, with cat ears. Yeah, and um, so he asked me to get some like deity statues. And we had to do some research. And I think it's a, I don't want to say this wrong, um, Het cat. I think is the, the goddess a protector of children right. and women. You've talked about this. Yeah. So I bought him the statue and it said that if worship, worshiping her is the way to get you on her side. And it seemed to calm his nerves as far as that. But the same room where my, my son was, my littlest son was talking to somebody. So the same room where the coin jar and the toys, the same oh, room. the mm-hmm. Yeah. The same room other people have had experiences oh, in. Oh, that's
0: the one that faces the backyard, right? Um. Yeah, it's right the the one that's the back the window looks out to the backyard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that room. I don't like being in there. I've slept in there before, and I was like awake all night, pretty much. It's very uncomfortable. I wonder if that
1: was there before you got there, though. According to my mother, when that house was purchased in the seventies, there was like a lot of weird murals inside of the house, and like the way she describes it, who knows? Like it, it could be. She said that they were like um. Like, of the Virgin Mary and stuff like that. Like, painted as murals and it's a lot of weird stuff. But mm-hmm. again, who knows? Because, like, her interpretation of what it is can be completely off to the reality of what it actually was. It was, right. I you was know, like, who puts murals like that in rooms in back in the... It could have been, like, some Santeria so stuff. May- well,
0: maybe something was weird happening to them and they were trying to protect themselves, too. Uh, yeah. Because I don't like that room. I definitely don't like walking down that hallway. Yeah. Towards the back of the house. Mm-hmm. Every single time I go down that hallway to go to the bathroom, I'm always looking around 360, like, looking to my left, looking to my right to, like, see. It feels mm-hmm. like there's something. Mm-hmm. And then being in the bathroom is terrifying, too, right there. And and your guys' shower curtain is always closed. So every time I go to the bathroom, <laughs> I open up the shower curtain. Okay, that's Because just, I don't want to, like... That's just... My uh, mom being super like nobody
1: gets to look at any right sort no, of, like, but that freaks me closed. out because it's right. like
0: what's behind the closed shower curtain. So when I go to the bathroom and I'm gonna go more than just pee, mm-hmm. I will open the shower curtain so mm-hmm. I can see what's in the shower. Right, because it creeps me out. And that little window that's in there in the bathroom in the in the shower. Oh, it's not. It's gone now. I know, but I know it's there. Yeah, and that creeps me out too. <laughs> and then the skylights in your house yeah okay her house is all together creepy like mm-hmm. seriously the garage forget it i've seen i've seen ghosts in the garage so it's like okay not going there mm-hmm. in the very front room her kids afraid of it so it freaks me out well i always
1: creepy i've had people who claim to be mediums um come over and the first thing they did was look into that front room into the corner and like oh I, I,
0: I, there's a little girl here. Oh, my God. That front room is scary. Mm-hmm. I slept in there on an air mattress, and I was up all night long. I could hear little sounds and stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know what the hell it was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Couldn't. And it scares your kids, so it scares me.
1: hmm
0: The big living room that you have, don't leave me out there by myself. No, me and my husband will, it's
1: like a race. Who's going to do, turn off the light tonight? It's you, and then it's a run out. So, like, the both of us as grown-ass I fucking tried adults. I in there. Nope. No, I don't even know how anyone could, because uh, we can't, My even my son, he's like, I was out there playing a game, you know, the VR, and he's all, I heard something, and it wasn't the game, I realized it wasn't the game, and I had to just turn everything, he left everything on, and he just split, <laughs> and he told he's me like, the next this. day, he's like, I couldn't, I couldn't play, I told my friends, no, he's like, you guys may not be able to hear me in that room, and I could play, he's like, but I can't be there at night playing that, it's just way too scary. He's like, every single time I'm in there by myself, that something happens. And I, like, we have a lot of um, things in that room that just go off by themselves, like musical things and toys. And because that's where stuff is located.
0: Yeah, your whole your house. house. The only pro- place that I do not have a problem is your dining table. But the the thing that makes it problematic is mm-hmm. when you look to the left of your dining room table... You have mirrors, and that's that spooky front room. Behind you is the opening to the garage. Mm-hmm. And then in front of you, well, depending on where you're sitting, you're staring right into that big living room. Mm-hmm. But that dining little area seems fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Your kitchen's a little weird, but not as bad as the rest of the house. Mm hmm. It's just too much. And the weird thing is, is that when you walk into your house, you don't feel bad energy. It doesn't feel bad. It doesn't feel scary. It doesn't feel spooky until you walk into the front room or the back room or the bathroom (laughs) or down the hallway. Forget about your mom's bathroom. Mm -hmm. Whenever someone's in that front bathroom and I have to use the the back bathroom, I will try to hold it for as long as I can and wait. And sometimes I just can't Mm -hmm. and I have to go in there. But it's like seriously wipe super fast and then like splash water on my hands and run out and then just go wash my hands in the kitchen sink mm-hmm. i don't want to be in there mm-hmm. i'm like looking around when i'm in there too like at every little corner and like something's gonna come out of the shower I yeah i know what you i don't mean. know how your mom sleeps there every night <laughs> in that room there, there's something it's the weirdest thing it's I feel like thing. it's my
1: dad, but at the same time, it was there like,
0: was shit there before, right? Before your dad passed. Right. That's how I felt in the house before your dad passed. Mm-hmm. But once your dad passed, it kind of like amplified it, especially towards the back of the house. Mm hmm. But, but like
1: a huge weight, like, like that house was so dark as like he was getting sick and all that kind of stuff too. And he was seeing stuff and telling us like people were in the room with him. Um, there's a lot of weird electrical shit happening all over the house, um, like, when he was in hospice and when he was transitioning, um, like, I, f- like, when as soon as he passed, like, it was gone, and it was so, like, weird. It was just, like, it was really, Well, he really was hard sick for a long
0: time, so I feel like just the heaviness of that, like, mm-hmm. could finally be lifted, and the fact that he wasn't suffering anymore mm-hmm. probably had, like, a huge weight lifted off. Mm-hmm. So I think that that may have been part of it, mm-hmm. that everyone was just like, oh, he doesn't have to suffer anymore.
1: Yeah, and, and a friend, too, like, has had mentioned to, like, you know, people who were like, highly depressive bring in a lot of, like, dark energy sometimes. Or, well, that's true. Yeah, that's definitely true. Or spirits, true. or they open up that, you know, they're, they're more prone okay. to attract that kind of activity. And I would say that, like, my dad was, like, in that regard was like a black hole.
0: Right, because if you notice, like... He was a dementor, basically. If you you notice, like, you know, if you are, say you're driving in a car with someone and you're taking a a trip across... You know, country or whatever. And the person that you're with is in a good mood and it brings your spirits up and you're happy. But if the person, something happens to them and they're down, and even though you're in a good mood, Mm -hmm. the longer that they are in whatever foul mood that they're in transfers over to you. Mm -hmm. So if you have someone who is always foul, It's like um, positive begets positive and negative begets negative. So the more that they are negative and dark, the more that negative and darkness surrounds them. Mm -hmm. And I believe that, yes, that that can open up, especially if you have some sort of sixth sense, it it opens you up to drawing in more negative. Mm -hmm. You're not protecting yourself in any way and you're not trying to um, put positivity out there. Mm -hmm. So then you have, like, this tornado of, like, darkness, and then everyone else that sort of, like, passes by is trying to resist getting swirled up in it. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes I wonder, it's like, is the house really haunted, or was there just so much negative energy that now it's just, like, this swirling tornado? Well, anytime like, my
1: mom's out of the house, too, the house feels very different. I feel like both of my parents are just, like, this huge pool of, like... I wouldn't say dark energy necessarily, but there's stress some stress and Yeah, there but you could feel it. It's very like thick. Yes, thick and palpable. Like I I could almost grab it and like and put it in my hands with like the type of energies that's just coming off of both of their beings. And like being an empath and realizing this now how like I've taken a lot of that in. So it was like for me like I need my distance and this may be Partly why I'm such an introvert, introvert, too. It's just like I can't deal with having too many people around me for too long.
0: Right. It's really hard for me. Right. I so. totally I totally um, understand that, being mm-hmm. an empath. And then having ADHD, too. It's super like um, – I think it's probably hard having ADHD anyway, but being an empath as well, it's super overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I am unable to process at a certain point,
1: I'm unable to now that I'm older deal with anybody who's like really high strung or yeah. You just persistent. want to be like shut
0: like, the f up and get the f away from right, me, right? Like yeah,
1: like I have these you know what do you want to call it, coins or limits, and like you're too much, and I like you want me to take on part of your 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 being, and I'm I'm not carrying that load, so bye.
0: <laughs> like, right, and for you. I believe that in the house, you have that with the living, and you have that with whatever else is there. Mm-hmm. So now you're taking on all those energies. Mm-hmm. And you seem to be at your best when you're not there. Mm-hmm. And it sometimes it takes you a while. It's almost like detoxing yourself like detoxing. Well, I, and then- I've,
1: I've actually stayed at a place that like we were, me and my husband went on like a mini vacation and it was like a gorgeous location right by the ocean and it had a pond and frogs, like idyllic, like the the best place you could possibly be just to relax for a couple days. And he falls asleep and here I am and I'm having an experience and I'm hearing someone walking in the little kitchenette and they're coming by the side of my bed and I can feel them playing with my hair and, and, like, I wasn't scared, but at the same time, I'm like, of course. And the frogs are all being quiet. They're all those little ribbits at the night, you know, that was helping mm-hmm. me sleep. They, as every single time I would hear it. It stopped. They stopped. All the, the croaking and ribbiting stopped. So I'm like, I know I'm not making this up. I know I'm awake, and this, this is all here. And I try to wake up my husband, and then, like, I tell him, you know what's going on he's like apologizing cuz he's so tired and he falls back asleep and it's just like um it felt like a you know like those those hauntings or whatever that are just kind
0: of like a record so it makes me wonder if whatever it is that's in your house follows you sometimes especially if you're trying to relax Maybe it doesn't want you to relax.
1: Yeah. because it felt foreign. It didn't, it felt like, you know what? It didn't feel dark at all. It felt really light and like healthy and like almost like. Um, and it wasn't rubbing your head? It was ru- it, like playing with my, my, my hair in the front, just kind of like running its feet it over. Yeah. Maybe it was
0: trying to soothe
1: you. It could have been. But you're like, this is not soothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> this
0: is creepy AF.
1: Yeah. Like how, I mean, I, but again, I wasn't scared What, what at all. Yeah, I have experiences like that too, mm-hmm. where they should be terrifying and they're not. Right. It was very positive and like light, and I I felt comforted at, in a very strange way because it's just the interaction. You
0: know what? Like, I I we we've gotten stories definitely from you guys. We tend to like to tell mm-hmm. the creepiest ones. Mm-hmm. So you know, if we haven't gotten to yours. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we may, we may not, but I, I really am curious. If it's juicy. Yeah, we like <laughs> the juicy ones. Um, I really am curious, like, what. If if any of you have experiences, like, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think that you're haunted? Do you think the place that you're at is haunted? Mm-hmm. Do you think that you have a gift? I mean, because even us discussing this, as we as I hopped in, I kind of thought I was going to have more answers. But I feel like I'm just left with more questions. Yeah, because- and you know,
1: I, I I never really thought of it as, like, something that, like, was a, a negative thing. But at the same time, I don't exactly think it, it as a gift either because I know other people in my life who've experienced maybe something that's slightly less than what I have. And I think it's, Cause them some mental like health. Like shook them to their core. Right. Some people can
0: handle it and some people can't. Right, yeah.
1: And it's really a test Like when this stuff happens is how how do you handle it? How I think
0: like... mentally... I think my family it? sort of prepared me for this. Because if I didn't have like that, that family that like we... Like I said, I've grown up mm-hmm. with this my entire life. That if I didn't have that family that was sort of like always preparing us for this kind of stuff, maybe it would have been more horrifying. Or maybe I... I don't know. Well, when my son... Because like, I'm, I'm not, like, I, I feel like I can't... Okay, I can't even go through, like, if you guys have ever gone to, like, um, the... What's it called? Not Scary Farm mm-hmm. or Horror Nights, like, at mm-hmm. any places, mm-hmm. and you have to, like, walk through, like, yeah, the haunted house. They're
1: not even scary to me. I'm like... Okay,
0: forget just, it. Right. I am not okay. Those... Scared the shit out of me. I don't want to do them if I can sit down and ride the ride, I'm better, but I'm still gonna cover my eyes the whole time. I went to some storehouse so, and some lady,
1: like who had a mask and stuff, like kind of pinned me in the corner. And like everyone else I'm I was okay. with, like, had didn't even notice. And I just kind of scooted away, like, Excuse me, ma'am.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, like, I'm not okay. Like, I have to be in the middle, someone has to be holding my shoulders in the back. I have to be able to hold someone's shoulders in the front, or hold their waist, or hold their hand. Like, this needs to happen fast. However, like, you know, being somewhere where I have experiences, it literally feels like someone's touching the top of my head right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not joking.
1: They're telling you to calm down. It's okay.
0: Seriously, someone's patting the top of my head. Oh my God, I got goosebumps on top of my head. That is freaking weird, you guys. Okay, I'm done with that story. I don't (laughs) know if that was a sign. I'm not telling it anymore. Well, I, I... (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was so weird. Oh, and you know what? The topper is. So this has nothing to do. I mean, obviously we didn't resolve the topic. We don't know, you know, I don't think people. yeah. I think maybe it's all of it. Right. But here's the crazy maybe. thing. So something that I did want to share is so as you know, I think on episode two we talk to our husbands and we talk to them about experiences and if they've had experiences. And my husband legitimately says like he doesn't think he's had one. I think he has and just doesn't really remember or blocked it out or something. However, and I've said since we've been telling these ghost episodes, like, our activity has increased. Well, interesting enough, finally, stuff has started happening to my husband. Mm -hmm. And stuff that he cannot explain, Mm -hmm. that he is acknowledging, and that he's super creeped out. So I almost kind of feel like... Either he <laughs> popped his uh, spirit. <laughs> well-, <laughs> <laughs> well, either I don't know if it's like power of suggestion, you know, listening to this stuff Maybe all the time. Maybe
1: a different perspective. Or He's like, "Holy shit, this I have I just I, realized. Yeah, this, this is. is
0: I've ignored stuff and now I'm realizing it. Mm-hmm. Or if it's like because we're talking about it, we're kind of like opening up some kind of door, right? and then people around us are having experiences.
1: Well, even to like I I've, I've had many discussions with my older son. Like he's a highly intelligent kid and we talk about a lot of stuff and we've even evaluated could like, you know, things that happen like could it possibly be mental illness? Could it be that we're both experiencing ghosts? He's even had theories uh, as like even when he was little, he actually thought ghosts were he's like, what if it's just a creature that we can't see? We haven't we haven't discovered yet what it is. And it'd it be a, a creature that's invisible that can interact with us and kind of in, in a sense, fuck with us. Or, you know, maybe it's a crossing in some kind of time. He he understands, like, all the dimensions in a way like I can't um even follow past, you know, the fifth dimension. You, you lost me mm-hmm. as far as the way you're explaining it. It could be like, the, you know, time is overlapping. There, there's Yeah, so there's many tons of stuff that I there. think all the
0: time. I, I constantly think to myself, like, you know, am I crazy? Mm-hmm. Am I crazy? Are are the other people that have had experiences, are they crazy too? I've thought that it's residual energy. Mm -hmm. I've thought that time does overlap. Mm -hmm. And someone else is living in real time and there's just like a thin veil or something. And so like every once in a while we can see them or hear them or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, or like parallel universe almost someone else is living in this exact space Mm -hmm. and they're moving stuff around going why the fuck is this box here i didn't put this here Mm -hmm. and then they move it and we get freaked out because we can't see them um i've thought ghosts i've thought other things that i don't want to talk about Mm -hmm. so i don't know it's hard to tell and i know like i have said before like i have spoken to people that i have known after they passed and the conversation had was not like residual energy. Mm -hmm. It was a real time fucking conversation. Mm -hmm. Like I'm communicating with you that I am gone and this is what I need from you.
1: Right. And the other thing too, like um, there's, there's also theories that all time is happening at all at once too. So there, it could be that two time things just cross and you can have a conversation with somebody else. If there's this, like because energy and waves and stuff, they are not something that's linear. They they cross and they move and they bend. So again, that could legitimately happen. And like I like I don't know enough science and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, me either. And he's sure. a politician's response. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I didn't go to school for that. I Wish I had. But um, who fucking knows. And I think the reality of it is we have to accept what we can make sense of what's in front of us, and but we're constantly like dissecting it, so it's like
0: sort of accepting it but not accepting it. Because I like, think because
1: we we legitimately don't we have that fear of being perceived as crazy, and I I or or maybe that it's imagined or we're forcing it at some point and then realizing it just
0: needs to be what it is. Especially like if you have even distant mental health issues that run back in your family right. too and you're like i i quote unquote am normal i don't i haven't displayed any of these like issues that they have but there has been mental issues in my family so I mean, do family i have something it? does it right, right?
1: Because on my side of the family, we have we have people that have been schizophrenic, but they clearly have, uh, you know, and like, right, that's obvious, right? It's it's not something that you can just be like, oh, I can't function in society. Obvious. You have a drop of a touch. We all have a drop of a touch of something. Something? Right. Yeah. We all have something we need to resolve uh, or power through. Or, you know, you know, if we just tweaked it a little bit this way, we'd be 100 percent, quote unquote, what normal is. But when you have somebody who's, like, you know, lost their fucking batshit or they've lost touch with reality completely.
0: Well, I kind of think of it as being on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, the spectrum is huge. Mm -hmm. And to be on it is, like... Okay, everyone's on the freaking spectrum. You know what I mean? Well, like to some degree. If because- you have sane on one
1: side and whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean, that means that you're like completely like a blank you're at piece zero, of paper, right? And then on the other side, you're completely like you know criminally insane. That means most of us are going to fall in that somewhere bell in of the people, middle, right? right? So,
0: so yeah, I think of it like that. I think of it being on the spectrum, and either like we're you know closer to zero or we're closer to mm-hmm. a million because <laughs> this is a big spectrum mm-hmm. obviously no one's going to be at zero right and if you say zero then you're probably at a million bro yeah. and
1: it's always <laughs> the ones that say that they're not crazy like, is oh, that no, a crazy? They're, like they're just crazy, crazy know
0: they're crazy i don't think they know they're crazy no no i don't think so
1: Mm-mm. i would say 100 by fact as they 100 are going to argue that they're not fucking crazy right and that you're fucking crazy right it's always those ones. Those are the ones that are crazy. Someone is I'm like... I'm not crying. You're crying. Right. Like, someone was <laughs> like, you know what? Like, am I crazy? Or you're, like, asking that question. That's what sanity really is. That's what is. I feel like, like too. If I
0: can sit here and say, am I crazy? Then I'm probably not crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember once. This is totally random. That I, I had I
1: had hung out with somebody who... You know, she was a little quirky what off, whatever. And I meet her parents. And her parents, the first thing... Her and her parents say to each other, and she was like, Oh, she believes in ghosts just like we do, mommy. And like, that's a red flag. You're in your 30s, you shouldn't be talking to your mom like that, right? And her mom was like, Oh, really? She was like, Yeah. And she was like, You were, uh, she was like, I'm a medium. This is what the mom says. I'm like, Okay. And then the the husband asked me, So, what do you think about ghosts and all that kind of stuff? And I was like, Well, I'm in the, you know, the area of thinking, and there's, there's, you know, there's these theories out there. I was like, um, one, it could be mental illness. You know, a lot of people try to throw that out there. Or it could be energy, and it could be, like, you know, um, time lapses and time, other dimensions. Out, and, like, yeah. that wasn't the answer that they <laughs> wanted to hear. So, again, like, you know, um, know your audience. Obviously, I didn't. Um, I You know, I didn't go for round two with the parents. Um, but... Uh, This is something that I think we all are going to face for anybody, whether you believe or not, or you want to, you know, have that conversation. There's so many ways that it can be taken, and it's not
0: for everybody. You know what's weird, too, is I I should look this up. I'm going to look this up probably afterwards, but I can't remember for sure. And I know I remember reading somewhere before something about... Um, the percentage of people that actually believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. And it's very low. Mm-hmm. Very, very, well, like very low. Those... I want to say it's like less than half uh, So, of people believe in ghosts. That kind of makes sense. But everyone that I know, and I could, it, I know my circle, <laughs> but everyone that I know either believes in ghosts mm-hmm. or has had an unexplained experience.
1: It's kind of one of those those things. Okay, when you have your Thanksgiving dinner with your family and your friends, it's like when they say don't talk about uh, money, politics, religion, add the ghosts to the list unless
0: you really know your people. <laughs> right. Do talk about ghosts. Do talk about talk our... Test them. them. Test them.
1: If they give talk you... about
0: ghosts <laughs> and talk about our podcast. Yeah.
1: Spread the word.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but also if they give you shit, are just like, fuck them. You know, try to scare them talk about sweaty meat <laughs> hairy legs with socks i know look like tricky legs
0: i, I meant to ask <laughs> how your uh guys's week was with food <laughs> after the last one <laughs> were you able to eat breakfast lunch and dinner fine because i know there was a couple been times eating a lot of veggies when um i definitely thought about you and the stupid curly haired leg with the sock I- and i got grossed out <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I eat salad for dinner. Anyhow, this has been an extremely long episode. Mm-hmm. I still feel like we have a whole hell of a lot to say mm-hmm. on this topic. And we could probably make this two, three, four hours, but I'm not going to torment and torture you guys with that. Mm-mm. But whatever it is, like, if you want detail, more details on a specific experience, if you have thoughts, comments, questions anything that you want to share with us about your experiences and whether or not you think people are haunted, houses are haunted, whatever it is,
1: especially welcome different theories that like, maybe we have not
0: even brought up or talked about. So maybe like that would be a challenge too. If you want to share your stories, Mm -hmm. remember that we tend to share the juiciest ones. So please don't be um, sad, hurt or offended. If we don't get to yours, there's a lot that come through our way. And I don't know. Any anything else that any maybe any topics that you guys want to hear us talk about? we have said to you that we have a lot coming up this. You're probably wondering, you keep saying this and it hasn't happened yet, but I promise you it's on the Mm way. Um, Probably within the new year, we're going to be moving on the road and, and having experiences, maybe doing seances. Who knows what Mm will, who knows what kind of trouble we'll get into you guys. Um, But if there's anything that you want to hear us talk about, whatever, please contact us. You can uh, contact us on social media. Um, We are on, uh, help me out here, Tish. We're on Instagram, Mm -hmm. TikTok, and Facebook. Mm -hmm. On Instagram and TikTok, TikTok, we're at YouDidn'tAsk13, I think. And on Facebook, we're at YouDidn'tAsk. I have one eye closed because it helps me think better that (laughs) way. Um, You can also email us at YouDidn'tAsk13 at gmail.com. And we we have a website coming up soon. That yeah, we some, will get that up exactly. and rolling. Exactly, some news coming up mm-hmm. um, with new projects and stuff we're super excited about. Uh, don't forget that we will be out at the holiday market in Alameda on twelve four. You can look at our social media, or you can follow uh, the Menagerie Alameda on instagram and get all the deets on all of her markets because she is awesome and i'm sure we'll be at more and there's plenty of amazing
1: artists too that are gonna be displayed there but anyways come by and say hi yeah come
0: come say hi come buy merch come buy whatever we're selling to you come Uh throw some cash at us (laughs) (laughs) come buy us a potion donate do whatever yeah you can At, at the very least come say hi so thank you guys for listening as always and enjoy your night we will see you hear you feel you whatever it is that we do. Next week. I was just up my tree.